It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. It's time for another Smart Money Questions Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Matt Hausman. He's the founder of Old Security Group. Serving you with an office in Westchester, Pennsylvania, another in Newark, Delaware, but has clients all across the country, and we'll prove that on today's show. You can find Matt on smartmoneyquestions.com. It's another sort of special edition of the mailbag part of our show. Every couple of weeks, we take your smart money questions here on the program. And this week, we're just going to take a smart money question. So it's not plural. It's kind of just kind of be one question from uh, Carrie. Carrie's down in Florida. And she's got a good one for you here, Matt. It's going to take, I think, some some drilling down of this question to get to the crux of it. She says, what's going to happen with tax rates in the future? All right, there you go. That's your cue in. Go for it, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) She did add more to that question. I've always assumed they'll be going up for the rest of my life, but now I'm thinking maybe they'll go down given recent decisions at the White House. What do you think? You know, it is interesting to look at what they just did and what's in place. But where they go in the future, a lot of that will be determined on how effective these tax rates are, especially at the personal level, because those are only good until 2025. The lower tax rates, so let's go back over that, lower tax rates and changes to the personal, your personal tax returns and how much you're going to owe on the income that you derive from all different sources is only scheduled right now to be lower until 2025. And then it reverts back to what it was at the end of 2017. So with that being said, I want to spend just a couple of minutes on let's look at the opportunities that you have for the next eight years. Because where do they, where do they go after that? And who knows if we even get a full eight years, you know, a new administration could come into play in a couple years and they can change them all again. But the next eight years is a great tax planning opportunity for you that would not matter what they do after that. And so what I'm talking about there in, in particular is if you are still working and you're putting money away for retirement. You know, you want to take advantage of your company 401k, but I would tell you only in the event you are getting a match. And what that means is the employer is actually putting money aside and matching whatever you're going to put in up to a certain point. You want to know what that is. And if possible, and if you can and afford it is you want to go up to that match, but no more. And then after that, if you qualify is you want to be putting money into a Roth IRA. And the reason why I say that is because the Roth IRA, you're going to actually pay the tax today. Then it's going to grow tax deferred, no different than your IRA, quite frankly, no different than a regular brokerage account. But when that money comes out in eight years, 2025 or 2026, because they've changed the tax rules or 2030, that money's going to be tax free to you. And there is nothing better than taking a dollar for dollar out of your retirement account, your Roth IRA account, take a dollar out and put that dollar in your pocket and not owe a dime in tax, no matter what tax changes that they have made. So where do rates go? Depending on how well 
the economy grows and we see an increase in revenue from that economy growing and payroll going up for people and investments going up is will determine, I believe, what they do after 2025. But I'm really looking at the opportunity for tax planning until 2025 and taking advantage of that. So we were just talking about contributing to a Roth. Another thing to look at possibly is if you're already in retirement or your income has gone down, is there an opportunity to take money out of your IRA and convert that to a Roth, a Roth conversion? Now, you want to be careful about this because that does create a taxable event when you move that money from an IRA to a Roth IRA. But with the fact that tax rates are lower now, is that could be a great opportunity to hedge against whatever's going to happen to tax rates in the future. And go ahead and pay that tax today. Whenever I talk about proactive tax planning and Roth conversions, you want to recognize it's going to sting now. You got to be willing to pay some of that tax. Remember, you got tax relief when you put it in. It's grown tax, you know, tax deferred. But there's so many. I heard this the other day. I was at a conference and they made the comment that most people don't recognize that Uncle Sam is on your payroll as long as you have a 401k or an IRA or a 403b. The idea is to get him off your payroll as soon as possible and not have to worry about where the rates are going to go in the future. Well, it's a, it's so many moving parts, Matt, that I think that adds to the confusion for a lot of people and you see what, you know, Trump has been, you know, trying to do with lowering those tax rates and and, you know, for a large majority of people that is going to provide a a short-term benefit, but there's always this kind of, you know, big question mark about long-term tax rates. And it's, you know, it's hard enough to predict the stock market. It's just as hard to kind of predict the, the, the motions and movements of, of tax rates. And when you're trying to pick the right investments and the right financial plan, I mean, when you have so many question marks, it makes it difficult to make the right choices. I know that can be frustrating for people. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the ways to actually take one of the question marks away is that Roth. Or even, you know, one of the things that that we use because it can it can really take care of so many needs that people have in the overall financial plan is properly structured life insurance. You know, you can design a life insurance policy that takes care of legacy, which is normally what most of us think about. But then you can also structure it where the internal cash that is accumulated is treated just like a Roth, meaning that you're going to pay tax when the money goes in. It's going to grow tax deferred. It's going to come out to you tax free. And then in addition to that, we can add a health care component that's going to pay for any type of care that you're going to need, whether it's at home all the way up to skilled care. So life insurance is something else that can you can really use to remove the equation or the question of where are tax rates going to go. You know, if I can remove that one variable on whatever tax rates are going to be, that's a huge benefit to my overall investment planning and my retirement planning when I can get Uncle Sam out of there. And, you know, most people don't, they haven't really sat down and looked at their money as how Uncle Sam looks at their money, you know? How much am I going to owe Uncle Sam? And you guys look at it through his spectacle, if you will. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know, let me give you an example on they don't even have to change the tax rates. And you guys can go out and Google this and you'll find it is one of the things that they are looking to do. And they've been talking about this in subcommittee for about seven years now 
is the idea of doing away with what's called the stretch IRA and completely eliminating the opportunity for your heirs to stretch that tax-deferred growth over their lifetime and just take out very small minimum distributions over that time that they would have to pay tax on. So if they do that and they were to actually eliminate that, what they're talking on doing is actually making your heirs completely take all of the money out of whatever account they inherit from you that's an IRA. It all has to be gone in five years. What's that going to do to their tax rates? doesn't matter if the tax rates are low, right? That's going to, that potentially is a lot of income added to their bottom line on their tax return. And they're going to have to, you know, someone's going to eventually pay Uncle Sam off to get him off of the payroll of that particular IRA account. But if they do that, the interesting thing that happens is now while you're still living, keep in mind, tax rates could be exactly the same, even what they are today. But they make your minimum distributions increase. Think about that one. Increasing RMDs. Correct. In other words, you have to start out at a higher percentage because now the life expectancy is only you. Right now, under the IRS rule, life expectancy is two generations. Well, if they eliminate that because now your heirs have to get rid of it in five years, and now they can come back and make you withdraw more minimal required minimum distributions. If they just make you take more, does it matter if they change the tax rate or not? What just happened? Your income just went up. More of your income is subject to taxation. Even if it's the same rate, you're going to deplete that IRA account faster. And so they don't even have to raise those tax rates. They can just do some other finagling. Because remember, Uncle Sam is looking at that money and how can I get my hands on it faster? So again, you know, where do tax rates go? I don't know. But if I can remove that variable in my investment strategy through either a Roth or through a specifically designed life insurance policy, that dramatically helps out the longevity of my money because now I don't have to worry about the taxation on that. So it really is it really is something to look at, be very proactive over the course of the next eight years as to taking advantage of these lower tax rates and shifting your money around, hopefully keeping it away from Uncle Sam in the long run in the event he decides to raise taxes in the future. And quite frankly, Carrie, I think you're right. I, I think tax rates eventually are going to have to go up just because of where we are with the debt, with unfunded liabilities. You know, we could go down that road if we wanted to. That's probably three podcasts in one. But the economy is going to have to grow substantially and revenues from even the decrease rates is going to have to really catapult up based on those unfunded liabilities and the current debt structure that we're under. Yeah, it makes uh, makes a lot of sense to read the tea leaves that way. So basically, it sounds like you're saying, and maybe this isn't the right characterization, and I don't mean anything you know, politically one way or the other, but don't be fooled by the shorter term success of lowering the taxes. Someone's going to have to pay the piper eventually. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly right. So while they're low, take advantage of it and you're hedging, you're preparing. And, you know, let's really think about this. Do we think they can go any lower than they are now? Probably not. We, we seem to be at the floor, right? Yeah, because keep in mind, if we went back 120 days ago, what they were talking about doing and what they actually ended up passing, they increased them. Remember, we went from three tax brackets back up to seven. We ended up creating those higher income tax rates. 
the, even the corporate was increased. You know, initially it was supposed to be 15%. They ended up at 21. So even with what they were looking, the idea, I think, that they're going to go lower than what they are right now is probably not a realistic look. So take advantage of it where you're hedging, you're removing Uncle Sam, if possible, from that future equation and whatever he decides to do with those personal tax rates. These are those kinds of questions that Matt gets in the office all the time there at Old Security Group, whether it's in person in Westchester or Newark, Delaware, or if you're Skyping in or connecting remotely for conversation and a meeting with Matt and the team. These are the kinds of questions you can ask. We encourage you to ask them, and Matt will help you kind of walk through the answers and show you not only here on the podcast we talk about the broader impact, but then he can show you maybe the specific impact to your plan. Okay, what if rates do go up to you know X percent during your retirement? How will that impact your overall financial plan? Can you maintain your lifestyle when that increase potentially happens? And he can kind of show you those scenarios and those situations and then craft a plan that can, you know, withstand some of these movements and changes that might happen in the future. If you'd like to set up that time to meet with Matt, whether it's in person or remotely, 610-719-3003 is the number to call. That's 610-719-3003. And you can always find him online at smartmoneyquestions.com. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. Visit the website, listen to past podcasts, and of course, read the blog. Lots of other resources on there as well. That's another edition of Smart Money Questions in the books. Thank you for your Smart Money question this week, Carrie. And uh, we have another great podcast on tap for you next week. We'll talk about some of the financial lies that we tell ourselves, not others. What are some of the lies we tell ourselves? We'll try and keep it real and find out why we have these mindsets, why they're dangerous, and how we can avoid them. That'll be coming up next time on Smart Money Questions. 